Genre. presents Doctor Who The Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Menez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today on the show, uh, we are going to be talking about Minuet in Hell, <laughs> uh, the eighth doctor's fifth story. Uh, <clears throat> so before we get into it, guys, uh, if you're if you're listening to this, uh, we, we, we recorded the episode and then, uh, we found out that, uh, you know, there were some technical difficulties on my end. Um, and then we recorded us, uh, like a slightly more abridged version of the episode <laughs> earlier today, <laughs> only to find out after, uh, finishing it that the same issue was there. And then I quickly fixed the issue on my end. <laughs> and uh and we 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 talked it over and we just thought the the the, the quickest way to just pull the bandit off is to just do it again and uh <laughs> to talk this about is the third this, time that we're ta- talking about this terrible story to talk about this awful horrible story that <laughs> the more the more so here's the thing we also talked about three really good episodes in a row these past few weeks um and I, I'm really in a place where I've, I'm really starting to think about, wow, I really do love Doctor Who and I love what it does. And I like I love it as a story and I love these characters. And so I just keep coming back to Minuet in Hell and it, it's only like getting worse <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, so, Scott, do you want to go into uh, go into the history of this a little bit? All right. So. History of Minuet and Hell. Uh, written by Alan W. Lear and Gary Russell. Uh, Minuet and Hell was originally a, uh, a uh, it was, uh, what are these things called? Uh, audio visuals. Audio Yeah. They were an audio, it was an audio visual play uh, that was put together when Doctor Who was canceled the first time in 1985. A group of fans came together and decided to, to continue Doctor Who with their, on their own, uh, and that group of fans went on to, after the show came back, uh, they ended the audiovisuals and they went to work for the company that was making those direct-to-video Doctor Who monster movies, uh, like the Auton series of films and that we talked about uh, earlier this season. And then... Uh, would then go on to launch uh, Big Finish Audio and, uh, you know, get the official Doctor Who license to make their own stories. And so one of the first things that they did when they did that was uh, remake a number of their audiovisual stories. And that was the this team, the, uh, you know, Gary Russell, Alan W. Lear and Nicholas Briggs. And uh, they... Uh, Remade this. They chose to remake this one for some reason. Uh, and uh, in 
combination with remaking that. So like one of the things that they did was that um, their stories starred the nth doctor who was played by Nicholas Briggs. And uh, in this story, the eighth doctor has sort of like lost his memory and a guy played by Nicholas Briggs thinks he's the doctor. And so that's how they sort of played with uh, that concept from the original show with Nicholas Briggs playing the doctor. Um, And then uh, they also combined this story with uh, fan fiction in which uh, the doctor and his companion teamed up with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And uh, so they they took out the uh, the uh, the stuff that they didn't own and they changed Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Becky the Demon Slayer and changed Giles into a uh, a Southern Yosemite Sam sounding man by the name of Grandpappy. Um, and uh, who is in fact a U.S. senator? Who yes. is a U.S. senator? Yeah. And uh, Becky uh, Becky Lynn. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sounds, uh, yeah, sounds like Kaniki from, from Greece. Is that right? Is that what Kaniki sounds like? No, no, I'm wrong. Kind of oh. more. She sounds, she sounds like she should be selling some papes. Like, yeah, corner. she sounds like a newsie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. She, it sounds like the strike starts right damn now. Mm-hmm. Minuet in Hell. Written by Alan W. Lear and Gary Russell. Directed by Nicholas Briggs. Produced by Big Finish Productions. Air date, April 2001. The Doctor and Charlie are separated and experiencing amnesia. The Doctor is imprisoned as a patient in a psychiatric hospital known as the Dashwood Institute and sharing a cell with another man who claims to actually be the Doctor. Charlie is kidnapped and subjected to, quote, playing hostess at the Hellfire Club, a secret demon-worshipping organization run by Brigham Dashwood, who is the lead candidate for governor of the newly created 51st state of America. The doctor ultimately gets his memories back by tricking one of the staff to hooking him into some newly patented brainwiping tech. Charlie escapes with a girl named Becky Lee, who also happens to be a demon slayer. The demons turn out to be aliens, and the brigadier is also here for some reason. One marshmallow short of a Count Chocula. Yeah, and she's like, her shoulders are always really loose, you feel. But then, then you've, okay, so, so like that, the voice actress is doing that. And, you know, she's a talented actress. So I was listening to this being like, yeah, I like this. That's a good, prof- I like this character, I think. But then you find out that it's a California teen in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, based on like kind of a weird Anastasia Steele version of Buffy. And, yeah, and you're just like, wait, what? And that's kind of the experience of the episode is individual parts would be entertaining. Like the vocal performances would be fun. Uh, or, you know, it starts off, they're like in a satanic cult. I'm like, I'm, I'm in. This sounds weird. <laughs> and, 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 and then the, uh, you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you very quickly and very abruptly. Because mm-hmm. you see how stitched together it is and how what a what a mess it all is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what do, do we want to get into it do we want to just be able to in the room Ka- well, oh, no, Ka- i mean Cass, you 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 take it away you haven't you haven't talked right. a lot you've been all giggling right. but you haven't talked a lot i i've i've you know in the three uh recordings of this that we've done i've kind of made my peace with this this is a terrible awful no good 
uh, Big Finish audio that nobody should listen to. It's ableist and misogynistic in like the grossest yeah. ways. I feel bad for the listeners because <laughs> like we cheated them out of some some funny anger. I think, but now we're just kind yeah, of like yeah. I'm just I'm just you know going straight to the point. Yeah. Like don't it uh, the okay the freaking brigadier Lethbridge Stewart is in this and he can't save it. Like mm-hmm. that in my book is like insta fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, it's yeah. it's very offensive. And so yeah, so there's a lot of times in the script, dear listeners, where uh, so Charlie, a character that that you know we've all been very pro Charlie on the Doctor's Companion, uh, she's she's like subjected to like an auction in this, like yeah, uh, what's it called? Like, like the, human trafficking, like, the, like sex auction. Yeah, like yeah. legit, and it's. About as awkward as it sounds, uh, I've likened it to like a bad, bad, you know, like because there's some good, you know, like a but a bad fan fiction on like you know DeviantArt or something where, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's just like yeah, they're like Charlie's remarking upon like what she's wearing and how it doesn't fit and like the characters mm-hmm. are like just sexualized in a way that is just so not Doctor Who. We 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 uh, in in previous recordings we sort of uh, compared it to like a bad Torchwood episode where. It's trying to be edgy with a capital E instead mm-hmm. of uh, being yeah. Doctor Who, which is primarily a family show. Yeah, uh, we taught Scott that's why what uh, it just doesn't work. We taught Scott what an edge lord was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still don't quite understand what it is, but I accept. I accept. It's it's Kylo Ren. Okay. Uh, like you know how emo he is about like Darth Vader and wanting to be Darth Vader because he thinks the aesthetic is cool. But he yeah. forgets that like Vader's last act was like a refute of everything that he stood for in life. Yeah, mm. that's basically what it is. Oh, okay. Uh why is it called an edge lord? Cuz they're edgy? Cuz it's like that yeah. would be his name. Oh. It's like I'm edge lord. I'm I'm, I'm oh. lord of all edge. No, 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 no. No Martha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly slang. Yeah, just yeah, it's just, okay. it's just what you call someone when you want to dunk on them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and so the yeah demon is like possessing people, and then he like subjects Charlie to like some weird like dollar store Hellraiser torture stuff. Um, and yeah, and it's just it's just not what I want. It's not what I want. But it, if it's in a horror movie, I know not to go there. I know not. Well, this is I don't like this, so I'm not going to watch it. So when it sneaks into Doctor Who. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is really like it's like Edge Lord Doctor Who fanfic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And oh, and then and we talked about you know the salt in the wound is you know they're to take a character like Charlie that is so not that and is a, a, an antidote to that and a character like Buffy that is you know her dna is 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 refusing that stereotype and then yeah. to have it Fem- feminist icon buffy the vampire feminist like. icon buffy summers like represent and yeah. and then you know to have this like crappy writer like have her be subjected it's like no even you like it just it just reeks of that and mm-hmm. and we talked about you know the ego being the difference you know like t- t- taking the ego out of the writing and just telling a story and not having your i don't know uh, yeah, that stuff. It's it's just it's like it's like two guys just grossly misunderstanding what Doctor Who and Buffy are about. <laughs> yeah, it's so and bad. Just like, yeah, go ahead. Like taking taking all the bad things and then trying to cobble them together like they're good things. Like this is the reason why we watch both of these shows, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Like 
Ugh. Yeah, like Ugh. it's so. If anyone ever asks me, I will say it's so bad. It this is episode is so bad that it doesn't even get Doctor Who wrong. It also somehow gets Buffy wrong too, just mm-hmm. accidentally. Yep. It infects everything that that it comes into its gravitational field, including and not limited to the Brigadier. Oh. <laughs> That's true. It's just like, it 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 just keeps grabbing stuff. Yeah. It'd be like if they put like spikes on canine. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's that game? What what's that game where you're like a little ball that like just keeps picking stuff up as Ka- you're like rolling around? Katamari Damashi. Yeah, it's cat it's the cat it's like it's like Edgelord Katamari Damashi. <laughs> it's just like a blight on everything that I love. And Ugh. I'm not even I'm being a little hyperbolic, but like This is the third time we've recorded it, too. No, yeah. It's just like get your weird, gross, misogynistic grabby hands off of everything that I love. Yeah, it, it it'd be it, it, it it's like slave ray. It's just right. Yeah, not, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's and then on top of everything else, like the accents are horrible. Like Right. The worst yeah. American accents I've ever heard um, are in this story to the point where, like, it's worth checking out the first, like, 10 minutes just so you can hear the horrible accents and be like, oh, my God, I didn't know American accents could be this bad. And then and then just it, just turn it off and burn it, like get it out of your life forever. Don't ever finish listening to it. But <laughs> don't um, pay for this. No, Do not don't pay for this. story. Don't, don't pay for this. Uh, this was so oh, yeah. Man, we we so we love bad. you, big finish. We love the work you've done since, and 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 we hope that this is just you know an oopsie that has been right. forgotten by by time. But it does uh, it does give us pause about how we're going to cover Eighth Doctor and and Big Finish audio in general. Um, we might change our rule about doing every single one. We might skip around a little bit more. Uh, so let us because... know how you feel about that, listeners. Yeah, because yeah. we do it all for yeah. you. Right. Um, I know, like, you know, as, as Nick has said in the past, like, part of the fun of this is, like, kind of getting the bad ones every once in a while and be like, well, that's part of the journey. Yeah, but that's, but, like, my college, like, challenge brain. You know what I mean? Like, no, bro, right. you gotta do all of it. Like, that. that's that's what that's saying. Right. Well, at least, at least with, like, the bad um, stories that exist, like, um, visually, like there's stuff in the background or like stuff in the performance that's fun to laugh at. But like when you're listening to an audio story like this, like there's nothing to to make fun of, really. Have we right. brought up on this recording that this was two hours and 26 minutes long? No. Okay. No, but yeah, it's horrible. That, that, so that <laughs> it's didn't help. so long. It's so long. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't need to be. And no. then just the weird women hating kink stuff was yeah. also it just made it feel longer and it was just super a bummer <laughs> and 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 what what Cass was talking about with like the actual visual stories like that's that's the perfect encapsulation of like why the accents are a problem because <laughs> that's true because when when there's bad american accents in doctor who you can sort of roll with it usually because you're getting like a performance that you can see mm-hmm. uh but in this it's just the vo- vocals so it's just it's yeah. just a bad accent and nothing else. There's nothing else there. Like um, at least at least with Perry, like we love Perry. We're pro Perry household. But like she she bless her heart tries really hard with the American accent, but mm-hmm. like she's likable. Um right. none of these characters are likable. Right. Except like rip off Buffy, maybe. Right. Uh, <laughs> and she's more like she's likable in a way where you're smiling but your head is kinda cocked to the side, where you're like, mm-hmm. What are you? 
What is what are what are you doing here? What are you doing? What is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why are you trying to sell me a newspaper, kid? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, kid. You're bothering yeah. me. And yeah, and we and we are a pro Perry household, and you know, and that and that is a character that had kind of a weird relationship with like how how she was portrayed a lot Mm -hmm. and it just kind of really put yeah because there is a lot of sexualization of the companion in this and a really kind of it 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 almost i mean not to sound too hyperbolic but it does kind of feel like a betrayal of the show in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. where you know from the the bedrock this was a show that had you know young women at in positions of like curiosity and having that curiosity be rewarded and like shown the adventure of it and then to have Mm -hmm. her be like literally punished and tormented uh because of her femininity and (laughs) yeah it's about it's about as bad as it could possibly get uh yeah Yeah. they try to sell her for more money because she's so pure (laughs) (sighs) it's 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 icky yeah and and we also talked about as as big as those big set pieces of awful were the episode is littered with tiny little microaggression dialogue of like Mm -hmm. characters being like well of course we live in a society where that's normal you know and like not even yeah and it's yeah it's a prickly prickly lesson to say the least yeah yeah so let it it hopefully this will be this will be the last (laughs) time we ever have to talk about it um, oh, it's definitely the last time I'm talking about it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all so, just we're, – we're, we're like that. It's like that scene in Office Space with the printer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, we, we apologize for this being so short, um, but – oh, man. This is the third time we're recording this, and it's not good. This has been like torture. And uh, to make up for it, we're, the, the rest of the season is going to come out um, – sooner than once a week so be on the lookout for those uh because they'll be they'll be popping up periodically throughout the week uh because uh yeah let's let's i want to reward you guys for dealing with a 15 minute episode (laughs) (laughs) sorry we spent more than a minuet in hell that's for sure oh that was the we were the minuet in hell all along oh jeez um Oh, I want to die. Um, <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye.